They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. All right, joined now by the host of BetQL Daily and Odyssey Sports betting insider PJ Glasser. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the BetQL Daily podcast. For more PJ Glasser analysis, just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. PJ, thanks for joining us. Love having you on, especially this time of year. We could talk some Final Four heading into the weekend. You survived the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. How'd you make out last weekend, and what are you looking forward to this weekend? Well, guys, our Florida Atlantic Owls, they uh, they saved me. It was it was tough Sweet 16, a lot of upsets. Bama and Houston going down on the same day was pretty shocking. Texas going down in the Elite Eight. Guys, the Final Four, I, I think this is the craziest one we've ever had. There are so many insane stats. This is the first Final Four without a 1-2 or 3 seed in it. I thought it was fascinating. This is the first Final Four without a McDonald's All-American since 1979. So it's kind of just showing you, like, the parity that is in college basketball right now. Um, so Sweet 16 was up and down, but so excited for the Final Four. Yeah, my favorite stat is this, because uh, right down the road from us is St. Bonaventure, and some of our listeners might not know that St. Bonaventure was in a Final Four. That was the last Final Four where you had three new teams making their inaugural debut. Miami never did, so you got Florida Atlantic. Uh, certainly a you know, great Final Four here with UConn in there, as well as San Diego State. Um PJ, before we talk about this weekend's matchups, because it's something I'd like to kind of file away here for next year when we're all doing our brackets and we love to win our pool, and probably everybody's pool is done, I would think, at this point. What are the lessons to be learned? Do you, do you view this as a one-year aberration, or next year is this going to be with the portal and everything else happening in college basketball more of the same? I think it's a little bit of both. I definitely think this year was kind of an anomaly. Miami, a team with that bad a defense, usually never makes it this far in the tournament. So I think people, you know, when they're kind of stating their case next season for a team that's great on offense and terrible on defense, they're going to look at Miami 2023 as kind of the poster child. But those teams usually don't go very far in the tournament. But then, you know, on the flip side, We've seen now three straight years a 15 seed make the Sweet 16. We just had a 16 seed knock off a number one for the second time in the last five years. So I think it's a little bit of both. There are definitely certain things I think will continue to carry over. But I think, you know, these 14, 15, 16 seeds now all of a sudden, they're they're just not walkover games anymore. Those teams are playing these top seeds tough. So, PJ, which way are you leaning for Saturday's action? Because UConn has looked about as dominant as any team has looked in the, in the tournament. You don't want to discount Miami, and you probably can find some value if you have Miami going all the way uh, in the early game. And then, of course, or in, I'm sorry, in the late game. And then the early game, it's shocking to think that one of Florida Atlantic or San Diego State will be playing for a national title. It is crazy. That FAU game, San Diego State, I like a little better. I like the first half under in that game. San Diego State, guys, they've hit the under in their last 12 games, which is the reason they're rolling right now, because we know the way they want to play, low scoring, slow pace. They want teams missing a lot of shots. But so far here in the tournament, they've played Bama, they've played Creighton, they've played College of Charleston, Furman. All of those teams have really, really good offenses, and San Diego State has been able to get them to play at their pace, at their tempo, 
And now they're playing another team in Florida Atlantic who likes to shoot and make a lot of threes. They're very good offensively. So I think it's another favorable matchup for San Diego State. They've proven time and time again that against these teams that are good offensively, teams that want to shoot threes, they're able to have their numbers. So I like the Aztecs in that first game. UConn-Miami is an interesting one because UConn has been so dominant, guys. You just figure that at some point somebody's going to give them a game. Maybe it doesn't happen, and maybe they're just going to run through everybody. You would think, though, this is probably the game that's going to happen. I don't know if San Diego State has enough offense to hang with the Huskies if they win, and Florida Atlantic, I just think it's too much of a step up in class for them. This would probably be the game, so it's a stay away for me, even though I would lean towards Huskies minus five and a half because they just they've been that good so far yeah we're, we're talking to pj glasser as uh, we're setting you up for the weekend here and pj i'm gonna say it, it also includes the women's final four and it's been compelling up to this point um you have the blue chip program in south carolina you have the the coach we all know and kim mulkey there you have a star in iowa uh, how do you see is there anything we can play along here um you know for this weekend make a little money off of we, yeah, I, I like the over in that Iowa-South Carolina game. So this is one of the best offensive teams, one of the best offensive players we've ever seen in, in women's college basketball, Caitlin Clark. And then South Carolina has an historically good defense. So it's that ultimate like offense versus defense game. I watched that South Carolina-Maryland Elite Eight game. The Terps, they employed this full-court trap, which was kind of giving South Carolina some issues. And the Terps were able to score – on their defense, but South Carolina also scored a bunch of points. So Iowa, I think, is going to try to do the same thing. Their offense is so explosive. I think that's going to be a shootout. So I like the over in that game. And then I like LSU against Virginia Tech. Kim Mulkey, who's won national titles at Baylor, she's now at LSU. She knows what it takes to win this time of the year. Virginia Tech's a one seed. They've had an unbelievable season. But I'm going to roll with LSU. I think we're going to get an all-SEC final in South Carolina, LSU, and Guys, as good as UConn has been on the men's side in the tournament this year, South Carolina, they're kind of the new UConn of the women's game. They're just so dominant, and I think they're going to win another national title. He is Beck QL Daily host PJ Glasser joining us in the sports bar, Danger and Bataglia. Let's shift gears, PJ, to tonight's action in the NBA. There are some compelling matchups here. I'm eyeing the Heat at Madison Square Garden to take on the net, uh, the Knicks. you got the Mavs and, and the Sixers. And, uh, of course, you have the return tonight of uh, Kevin Durant with, with the Suns uh, hosting the Timberwolves, the Kings could clinch a playoff berth for the first time in 16 seasons if they win at the Portland tonight. Any plays in tonight's action in the NBA that you're fond of? Yeah, th- th- there's some interesting games tonight, guys. I'll start with the Minnesota-Phoenix one. I, I kind of like the Timberwolves plus 5.5. I think I'm going to take them on the money line as well. Durant's back. I think everybody's going to bet Phoenix. It's his first home game in front of those Phoenix fans. So everybody's excited. They're rushing to bet the Suns. They want to see what they're about. But Minnesota, they've sneakily been playing pretty well. They've won four games in a row. They're kind of getting hot at the right time. They're getting healthier. So I like the Timberwolves tonight to cover that number, and I'd even take a shot on the money line as well. And then that Kings-Blazers game, you just mentioned it. First time they're trying to clinch a playoff first. When a drought is that long, guys, and you're trying to snap a streak of that, you know, longevity, it's going to be t- it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. So I think 13 and a half is too many points. 
I would take Portland to keep that close. I like them with 13 and a half tonight. Yeah, it's a fun trivia question. Which team has the longest player? It used to be the Buffalo Bills in the NFL, and finally that ended. Uh, PJ Glasser, our guest here in the sports bar, you hear him as part of the BeckQL network. Uh, PJ, as far as uh, tomorrow, opening day, Major League Baseball, and it's the fun time of year for predictions and whatnot. As far as futures, for the uh, Major League Baseball, as far as maybe odds for an MVP or over-unders? Anything that you like here as uh, the new season begins? Yeah, you know, everybody likes a nice plus-money division winner. So I like the Cubs, guys, in the NL Central. I'm looking at that division, right? You can kind of throw the Pirates and the Reds out the window. Both of those teams are, you know, still in rebuild mode. The Cardinals, that's a team, a lot of question marks on their pitching staff. They had the two great hitters with Goldschmidt and Arenado, but if one of those guys get injured or one of them are slumping, they, they could be in trouble, and I, there's no way I would lay minus 125 with them. And then the Brewers, it's the same story. Great pitching staff, Burns and Woodruff at the top are great, but the offense really doesn't have much bump to it. They're not very good, so... I like the Cubs. They got young prospects. I like what they did in the offseason. They brought Bellinger over on a one-year deal. Dansby Swanson's there now. At plus 600, I think there's good value on the Cubbies. So uh, so I would look at them. And then the Blue Jays, guys, I would go over their win total right now at 91.5. I just think they are loaded. I mean, that offense is so good. The pitching staff. And they made two moves that are under the radar that aren't getting talked about enough Getting Chris Bassett from the Mets to go as another starter I think was a great pickup. And Brandon Belt as well, bringing him over from the Giants. So much postseason experience experience in the clutch. Going to be a great left-handed hitter in that lineup, help him win a lot of games. So I like the Blue Jays over win total, and I like the Cubbies to win the NL Central plus 600. Got a Cubs fan right here, PJ. Yeah, yeah, big smile yeah, on my face yeah. Yeah. to hear you saying that. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of agree with PJ on that one. Yeah, it's good value. <laughs> Wait a second. Like this, you're, you're, you're starting to sound like a Met fan. You're getting all excited on opening day. No, here, no, 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 no. no. I, give me a little bit of hope while I still have it. All right, Gino. Uh, PJ, great to hear from you. Now, I couldn't help but notice that they are. Uh, what is your situation with BetQL Daily? Because I've been, I've been paying attention to the show. I know they're talking about your imminent re- arrival here. What, what behind the scenes can you? Can can you say anything? Can you give us a peek behind the curtain here before we go check out more of your content at BetQL Daily? Yeah, I don't know if I can quite yet, guys. They had me shuffling around the network right now, so I'm doing, you know, basically wherever they need me is wherever I'm going. Right. But uh, hopefully hopefully, we can make an announcement here soon. Okay, sounds good. Love PJ. hearing it. Let's hopefully we do this again sometime. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get caught up hopefully next week again with you uh, there, PJ. All right, enjoy uh, your weekend, and, and good luck with the Final Four. You guys, too. I appreciate it. There is the host of BeckQL Daily Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, PJ Glasser. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. All right. To, to humor you, okay? Yeah. I Look, that's sound logic. The Reds are not going to be good. Pirates are trash. Yep. The Cardinals, sure, they have bats, but... Ah, it's starters, and Milwaukee doesn't have any offense. Did you see well, how the Cardinals' division. season yeah. ended last year? Do you remember how it ended? No heart. The Phillies. The Phillies. Right. The yeah. Phillies. Just no heart. The fan base turned on them, left early. Just no heart. It's mouth breathers. The final preseason tune up for Jack Flaherty, one of their aces, lost 23 to 1 to Houston. Mind you, he wasn't in there for all 23 runs, but. Is that, is that bad? <laughs> is that wrong? Hmm. 
Uh, all right, let's get to uh, I'll Drink to That next. Great stuff from PJ there. Some winners for you tonight in the NBA as well. Uh, I've got a six-pack of best bets I want to share of tonight's action in the NBA. Also, some value that I see in the NHL. Some money line picks that we can make together here. Or you can fade. Completely up to you. Uh, the Danger Zone is coming up as we share some takes on tap with I'll Drink to That. And the conversation I wanted to have about the greatest number in professional sports. Across all sports. Okay, I, I want to have a conversation with you, Danger, about women's basketball outscoring the NBA yeah, and what we can kind of learn from this here uh, in both directions, really. Um, and because I am a baseball expert, I will be giving you <laughs> be giving you my divisional winners and my World Series winners, and I promise you, my Danger, I am unbiased. You're not believing me. Hey, I'm excited for my team tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's, you should be. Everybody should be excited about tomorrow. It's a, it's a great day. Opening day is one of the best days on the sports calendar, is it not? It's true. We'll have it on here in the studio tomorrow. And if you're getting 35% of me today, tomorrow, maybe you'll get a quarter percent effort. 25% because I'll be distracted with opening day happening. In this well, you know what you're saying? Like, you know, this quarterback, 70% of the quarterback's better than 100%. Like, you're saying that. That's really what you're saying. You know, you're 25% of Mike Danger is better than. I'm not saying it. You can say it. That's fine. Uh, I'll drink to that as on the way next here in the Sports Bar. It's Danger and Pataglia on the Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey.